Music gaming movies? Yeah. We'll do that. Cool. So just can you do me a favor? Just keep an eye on it. So if it stops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It you started a, a new thing, right? What do you mean? You're not going to get my gurgling in there? No, no, yeah. This is, we're, we're recording over that as we speak. Copy that. So but I just uh, want to make sure that. Yeah, uh, man. For, for those of you um, who are just tuning in, I was doing some uh, John Corpse Grinder Fisher <laughs> howls and shit to, to test. The mic. Test the mic with some cannibal corpse. Yeah. Testing the mic with cannibal corpse. Hammer smash face. Hammer smash face. Yeah. I come blood. This song is about shooting blood out of my cock. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, but plus, you know, you has your whole Buffalo thing, and I want to make Yee. sure that's at the top of the show. All that good stuff. You ready, buddy? Oh, yeah. What is going on, guys? Welcome to the Second City Kids podcast, episode number 98. Wow, 98. Yeah. Trekking along. And as uh, me and Gabe did the math, or I should say I did. That's not really math, but it turns out that our 100th episode will also be our year in review, so it's going to be a big fatty, fat boy episode. But yeah, uh, we are here for 98, and then it is a cold day on the south side of Chicago, it's Illinois. Like 35. Yeah. Slight breeze. Mm-hmm. Took the dogs for a walk today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they knocked the fuck out when we came home. I, I bet they did. But uh, yeah, so uh, I'm your host, Jacob, and with me I have Gabe and Maddie sitting in the corner doing what Maddie does. Nobody knows what that is. Yeah. Yeah, we, she smiles and laughs at us every now and then, and every now and then throws some <laughs> throws in the comment. We're like, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, levity. We should get you a mic one of these days, Maddie. No, you're always allowed to talk, just but. not into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> now, one day we'll get you one once we get everything rolling. But uh, like 100 episodes isn't technically rolling, but it's besides the point. Uh, but it is what it is. Moving on. So um, yeah, man. So Gabe, you you've been off, my friend. All right, you had a week off. Uh, I took a week off because uh, you had you had a you had a. Uh, very interesting. Yeah, man, I had weekend. a trip. Um, before we dive into that, I want to I want to s- gauge something. You remember when I talked about how uh, Visine is rebranding for like the whole gamer? Thing? Yes, yes, yes. Um, so I saw a Holiday Inn, right? I saw a Holiday Inn commercial, and they're rebranding, and they're doing something very similar. Are they rebranding towards like hookers and? No, they're rebranding oh. towards gaming as well. And here was the commercial that I saw. Right, the commercial was a bunch of buddies checking into a hotel. You know, nothing like out of the ordinary yet. Blah blah. blah. And then the whole shtick was like, oh, our breakfast is so awesome. It gets you fueled for the rest of the day. And it shows them at like Evo or whatever, you know, just like some generic tournament, like winning. And I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Why is everybody like trying to appeal towards the gamers now? Well, I know Maddie takes issue with the whole esports comment comment thing. It's not a sport. It's not a sport. But uh, yeah, you know, I just thought it was kind of interesting because I I would under I kind of understand Visine's move. Yeah, it kind of it almost made sense to do it. But Holiday Inn. I mean, whatever. Hotel, motel, holiday inn. What? Okay. You know? I think they're just trying to, well, like I said, the thing is kind of taking out a whole life of its own. So I think they're like, hey, why not say, hey, you could stay with us. Hey, our breakfast so dank it makes the gamer girls go, woo. Hey, man. Those kind of no breakfasts ain't no joke, all right? Don't comment about those. Those are great. Those are great. There's two types of people. There's people, they, they both ask the same question. What time is breakfast? But there's people who get there early and enjoy their goddamn time. And then there's people who... Who get there at the very tail end. Man, get all the scraps and shit. There's people who ask, what time does breakfast start? And then there's the people who ask, what time what does breakfast, breakfast end? end? Yeah. <laughs> You're definitely right about that. There is some truth to that. But, uh, so yeah, I think that's interesting. Uh, yeah, you know, I was just, it was like almost way too similar to the Vising thing. And I was like, I got to bring this up. Yeah, weird. It was just super. Gabe kind of is thing. on the forefront of noticing these types of yeah. branding changes. I will sniff it out. All right, so. Let's um let's dive into these topics. We're gonna go bottom up today. We're gonna start with music yeah, and uh, we're gonna do some music shit. So as Jacob mentioned, uh, we took the week off yes, last week. Yep. Because I was in Buffalo with my significant other, and we were there for every time it dies Christmas show called Tid the Season. Uh, so we flew out Thursday, got there like Thursday late afternoon, went out, got some uh, got some dinner at a French place. It was pretty nice. Oh yeah. Friday, uh, we kind of roamed about the streets of Buffalo. So it was cool. Uh, we got brunch then we kind of did some shopping as you could see that's where maddie got her coat it's a nice yep. cheetah print thing can you say what you said to me when uh, uh I, she looks like eddie murphy from uh, coming to america <laughs> and uh the best part is she's never seen the movie so she doesn't get the joke that's funny <laughs> it's, it's a good joke maddie I promise. it's a good joke but um but yeah uh you know we did some shopping uh this place called o- oxford pennant they make like flags and banners and stuff you know oh. keith was there and they did an every time i die promotion thing too so we swung by I uh, got to chat with Keith for, Keith for a bit. As always, super awesome, super gentleman-like. Mm-hmm. Picked up uh, picked up a little flag with some lyrics from, from Werewolf. 
says, don't, you don't live till you're ready to die. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, did some shopping, saw Creed 2, finally. Um, I'm going to hold off until you see it, which I, you know, I mentioned that you should. Yeah. Uh, and then, I, I think that kind of wrapped up our Friday. We got, they had these things called hot toddies over there. And it's like a Christmas tradition. Well, no, Tom and Jerry is the specific one at the bar. They're called hot toddies. It's like the brand of liquor, right? Okay. And so um, it, it, it's cool because like all the bars have like this mutual agreement not to serve it until like the season time. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's essentially it, they warm up some brandy and then they make like a, like a cream to put on top of it. So it's like eggnog without the egg. Hmm. And it was pretty good. Uh, I enjoyed mine. Um, w- the place that we went to, uh, they called them Tom and Jerry's and they... You know, according to our hostess, she said that this is the place that does like the best cream, like the sweetest. Well, duh, the they're all gonna they're all gonna say that, I think. <laughs> well, this this is from the lady who owned the Airbnb we stayed at. Oh, okay. So she was a local. Oh, okay, know. okay. But uh, but yeah, man, that was pretty good. Um, it, it was fucking strong, man. For like seven bucks, you get pretty fucked up off those if you come in with like a half stomach, you know? Because oh, yeah? like I said, it's like it's like a lot of brandy. You get like a coffee mug full of brandy and some foam on top is mm-hmm. what you get. Uh, and then. So it was like all of those like mid, like Teen Nick shows. Did you get a lot of brandy? Nobody, nobody, nobody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then Saturday obviously Sorry. was the show at Buffalo Riverworks. Yep. Um. So I think this is like six or seven times seeing every time I die. Um. You know, every time I I say it, every time you know we speak about it is I I say if you haven't seen them you should go see them live because uh-huh. they're a band that's just so full of energy full, so full of like love uh-huh. and stuff uh-huh. um i don't think you've seen every time i die play until you've seen them on their home turf because the show they played was absolutely bananas mm-hmm. um a couple of other bands we saw vane was the band that opened up uh vane was actually i did an album review on arizona earlier this year um they're like uh alt new metal core it's super weird what they're doing but mm-hmm. i love it man it's bringing back a lot of the early 2000s goodies mm-hmm. they were good uh they're a band that's gonna go far they're kind of like the next wave of knocked loose how they're just gonna blow up um who else was there angel dust and turnstile were there uh both solid mm-hmm. uh turnstile's kind of growing on me wow. and like y- you know i think you mentioned i don't know if i like them or hate them yet yeah and you're gonna be teetering on it a bit but they're gonna grow on you uh knocked loose tore it the fuck down opened up with oblivion's peaks ended it with uh dead ringer and wow, holy shit, Knocked Loose is just something else, man. Yeah. I think. Okay. All right, sorry, Dave. You can continue your story. So, yeah, Knocked Loose, Knocked Loose tore it the fuck down. Uh, it's just pure insanity. Um, you've seen them live. I'm sure you know what I it's have. like. Yeah, but it's, it is controlled debauchery. <laughs> it, it's really crazy because you could see that it like. There it goes again. That pause? Oh, no, no. Oh, no, he's wrong. Uh, but, but you know, it's kind of crazy to see, uh, like, all these people that love and support every time I die just go as wild for Knocked Loose, you know, these hardcore kids. Yeah. Uh, who else played? Uh, the Menzingers, they're all right. Bouncing Clothes, all right. Uh, Snapcase. Mm-hmm. So let me let me talk a little bit about Snapcase. You familiar with them? Uh, yeah. They're like a mid-'90s band that kind of went MIA for a bit there. And uh, so the way I like to describe it was you take uh, Paul's Boutique you detune it and you add some snap pop and grind to it and it's just fucking good proper new york hardcore oh yeah Snapcase was great and they put on a hell of a show uh now all right every time i die let me talk a little bit about their set list so they came out with more which is a song that you know you hear fucking never right it's off of uh yeah uh, from parts unknown parts right unknown, yep is that slow one with the build-up tore it the fuck down um so they did three to four songs off of every album in their discography, wow, starting from their first album, working their way up to low teens. And so Decane with the Boys was like number 12 or 13. Think about that. And that's usually in the forefront of their set yeah. list, along with Underwater Bimbos. And they were just it, insane, bro. It, in fucking sane in the membrane. They put on a fucking show. Uh-huh. And like I said, man, I you'd have an experience every time I die until you see them live. And then, and then you haven't experienced them until you see them at their home front at the Buffalo show. And then, you know, they announced uh, that they got a letter from the mayor and stuff. And December 15th is every time I die day. Very cool. So the American dream man, the American hardcore dream. Yeah. So true. good shit. It was an excellent trip. Um, I don't know if I'm going to go back next year because Buffalo, uh, I think I told you it was like exquisitely shitty. Mm-hmm. It was nice. Uh, I don't know if I'd have to go back. I'm probably going to wait for the lineup, mm-hmm. but next year they're doing two days for, oh, wow. for the season. Cause this show sold out five months in advance. Are they doing double headlining back to back? 
Yeah, they're probably going to do double headlining back wow. to back. That's crazy. But yeah, and then uh, Black Caraf Wrestling was there. Super entertaining. Yeah. Um, Except for the women. Oh, yeah. The women wrestled like everywhere but the ring. <laughs> it was oh, yeah. crazy. Like they went into the bathrooms. They threw trash cans. It was like some It was like some Monday Night Raw shit, but not the good kind of Monday Night Raw, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like trailer park girls like getting in a fight. Yeah, they look like some trailer park uh. girls getting in a fight. But um, everybody else was pretty entertaining, man. It was really good. And uh, Johnny Blackcraft, the dude who, like, I guess owns it or whatever, mm-hmm. he's, like, a total pussy, and he's, like, the guy you're supposed to hate. Like, mm-hmm. he, that's his character. Oh, okay. But, uh, but yeah, man, it was great. Uh, overall, pretty solid experience. Pretty solid experience, man. But that was my uh, that was my weekend last week, and that was just a little review of Tid the Season. Yeah, man. Uh, that's good stuff, man. I'm, I'm glad you got to get got the chance to go, because I know it's something that you've been wanting to do, right? I, after I, because I wanted to go last year, right? But, like, it just didn't happen. And after I saw the Snapchats, I was like, I'm doing everything in my power to make it happen, mm-hmm. you know? I feel you, bro. So, yeah, man, I'm glad you had fun. And uh, we move on to the set list. Now, I will say, this is probably the hardest 10-song set list I've had to do. This is, like, right up there with Vanna, man. Yeah, it was, it was, it was tough. And it's, like, to the point where... I made adjustments as of like 20 minutes ago. I, I took one song out and put another one in. Like Oof, I, was, I, okay. was, I was adjusting this a little bit. So uh, you want to go first or you want me to go off first? I'll go first. Uh, hold on, let me pull it up real quick. And, um, oh, wait. You're going to open up with Dead Throne. Yeah. yeah I right. am. Well, yeah. But anyway, real quick, if you guys want to find this, what the, the set list that I created, it is on Apple Apple Music. So oh, if cool. you want to go ahead and it is 10 songs, TDWP under my name, Jacob. So you'll be able to find me on there if you want to live the set list as well. As Gabe mentioned, uh, I opened up a dead. Th- Sorry, so don't we had a meltdown. Freaking computer is pissing me off. Time for an upgrade. Yeah. Okay. So you said Danger Wildman is the second. Yeah, track. Danger Wildman is ne- is next. Uh, just because I think that they blend seamlessly together with each other, and it's a good it's a good next song. Moving on, we have Supernova. I just think this is the slowest song I got. <laughs> cool, cool. On the set, because um, you know me, you know me. But uh, yeah, so Supernova's next. Vengeance. Cool. Moving down the set. Uh, the only song I have off the zombie EP, Outnumbered, right, right in the middle. Good choice, good choice. It was either that one or Escape. It was really hard. It was very hard to choose. I gotcha. Yeah. Uh, sliding on down, Born to Lose, right? All right, you just want to throw the entire Dead Throne hey, album Relax, on all right? Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. But I uh, put Born to Lose on there. Now, the only song I got off Plagues, which may be a shock to people, I got one song off Plague, Plagues, and it's uh, Hey John, What's Your Name Again? Oh, man, you picked the, the like the cliche one. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, you have to play. You have to play the hits, man. It is what it is. But uh, moving down, this is, I actually replaced Sassafras with Daughter. I put Daughter on, on here because okay. I like it. Interesting choice. I'd say Sassafras is the stronger song, but all right. Well, I think I, I needed to put something on Transit Blues, I feel like, because otherwise it would have been Transit Blue List. <laughs> You know okay. what I'm saying? Uh, and I like daughter. Uh, moving down, number number nine is Des Moines. Yeah, Des Moines. And the final song closing out the set is Planet A. Interesting setup. Now, uh, mine is radically different. Okay, that's good. So we're going to come in swinging with Alien. Okay. Just because it gives you very little time to anticipate. And it's like, burnt, burnt, burnt. Yeah. And it just goes in, right? And from yeah. Alien, we're going to go to Untitled. Okay. From Dead Throne. Transit into Sassafras. Mm-hmm. Transit into Escape, which is my only song off the Zombies EP. Transit into Des Moines. Des Moines. In the uh, middle, huh? Yeah, in the middle, in the middle. And then, you actually didn't cover this album, but uh, I put Sailor's Prayer on here off of 818. I, it was tough, man. I, it, yeah, no, you, you, you got to compress sometimes. You got to compress. From Sailor's Prayer, we're going to go into Detroit Tapes, because I think that song and the Key of Evergreen are probably the two, two of the stronger songs, aside from the singles, off of Transit okay. Blues. Because uh, Worldwide was kind of my first choice. Yeah. And then I listened through the album again, and I was like, Detroit Tapes kind of works very well with this set list I'm going for. Okay. And they never play it live, and it's a very underappreciated song. Like, don't get me wrong. I love Worldwide. Uh, you know, I like Daughter and Key of Evergreen. But Detroit Tapes, man, go back, go back, sit down, and listen to Detroit Tapes. That shit bangs. Okay. All right. From Detroit Tapes, we're going to hear uh, Mike go, oh, this is for all our old school, the Devil Wears Prada fans. And then they're going to play uh, Reptar, King of Ozone. Uh, um, it was between that or Scorpion Deathlock. Ah, <laughs> I don't know about that. Okay, keep going. Okay, uh, number nine, Danger Wildman, and then close out with the best Dev Wars product closer, Mammoth. Okay. So that's I my fig- ten I figured Mammoth would be your end. I knew that. But it's such a good fucking closer, man. I didn't even make my set, man. I don't know. I like Mammoth, but I'm not as crazy about it as Copy you Copy that. Sit down and watch the music video for Mammoth. Come back to me. Couldn't Come tell you. Come back to me. All right, let's get into some uh, tour talk. 
Yeah, so, man. Uh, some upcoming tours I thought you know we, we'd mention on the show. Mm-hmm. So uh, I can't believe they're still together. Tour. Uh, <laughs> uh, by the way, these are real tours. This isn't yeah. more shit we made up. Yeah. So we have uh, top down. It's Breaking Benjamin headlining Skillet, Under Oath, and Fight the Fury, which is a newer band I haven't heard of. I haven't heard of them either. So okay, let, let's talk about. I, we know Under Oath's back. They're gonna keep swinging. You know, probably for a while. Uh, Skillet. What you know? Was this a resurrection or something? They've been yeah, around. They haven't stopped. I dude, I had no idea because after dude, after like that whole monster era, mm-hmm. you know, I I don't know if I fell off or they fell off or what, but you probably you fell off. Probably they, yeah. they're still they still play they still do that. Still you, said, you actually saw them right? I seen them once. How oh, are they like? Well, you'd be shocked. They're pretty fucking good. Yeah, you know, I I wouldn't doubt it. It's just a matter of wow. I, I I never thought I'd see them on a tour package like this. Yeah, especially with Under Oath. That's something I never never called ever ever ever. Yeah, well, because Skillet is still super like Christian, right? Yeah, super religious. Under Earth has kind of turned the tide a bit. Yeah, definitely. And then uh, Breaking Benjamin. I'm still surprised Breaking Benjamin is a thing because at one point they were gone. The, well, no, because at one point the lead singer was like, "Fuck you guys, you're all fired." Yeah, you're all out. And yeah. he just replaced everybody. Hey, man. So, um, yeah, I, I'd like to see some stuff off uh, Diary of Jane. Is all. I, I, you know, I think I think we will. They they play like I saw their last headline. They play like an hour and a half, dude. They got. They yeah, I mean, time. they have enough material, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's just a matter of, I want to hear, like, uh, I Will Not Bow, uh, obviously, That's Diary it. of Jane. Yeah. I want to hear a bunch of shit, yeah. like throwback shit. Well, they will play it. They definitely will play it. I know that much. And um, I was thinking about it, man. We, we may have to take a trip for this one. Yeah. Uh, they're not actually coming to Illinois. Well, they're they are. They're coming to Milwaukee. Well, Moline. They're, they're oh, yeah, I guess. But that's, that's borderline <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, 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 Milwaukee's much closer. Yeah. But I'm totally down for that show. Yeah. It sounds like a place. We're going to have to take a trip, I think. Uh, like moving fun. down the list, this is called the Dead Metal Tour. Okay, so Kill Switch Engage is headlining. Cool. Parkway Drive uh, works with their new stuff. Yeah. And then we have After the Burial, a uh, gent band. A very gent And then they band. added on Vane, which I mentioned before is like the doing the like the alt-core new metal kind of shit. And, and don't get me wrong, you, you said it, that Vane, kind of a younger band coming up. Yeah. Touring with Giants is going to do them good. Yes. However, I feel like they work really well on the Every Time I Die package. Mm-hmm. And I think they do much better on like the heavier side of this kind of genre, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think it's kind of interesting, especially after the burial. Even even then, I was kind of confused. Like That was a little weird. I, I um, agree with that. I don't know. I guess they must like Kill Switch. And after the burial is kind of big. I don't think they're like massive, though. You know, I'm sure this tour will do them some good, too. Mm-hmm. I think it's just kind of interesting how you're probably going to have... You know, much of like younger guys, and they're like, "Oh yeah, bro, hardcore." And then you're gonna have all like the Marine dads with the beer. It was like that when USMC I saw tra- MC. It was like tattoos. that when I saw Trey. You though, it was kind of the same kind of vibe. They they'd work better for uh, on that ballot than no. either of these two bands. That's, no, you're right. You're right. I'm and just saying. I, you know, I just thought it was kind of interesting, but uh, I'm sure it'll do go good for those last two bands. Yeah. All right, Deathcore Donkers, Born of Osiris. Yes. All right, headlining Chelsea Grin, Make Them Suffer, and then a mystery band we don't know yet. Uh, I'm going to this. I want to see this. Where, where's this playing? Yeah. Uh, House of Blues. And so I, I actually mentioned it to my buddy that's going to come with me. But I was like, 10 years ago, this would have sold out without a doubt. I'm curious to see if this will sell out now. I'm actually kind of well, curious because Born of Osiris is still potent. Um, uh, Chelsea Grin, obviously, you know, dropped the album 2018. So Born of Osiris is highlighting? Yes, they're headlining. And I 10 years ago, I don't think this would have been an issue, but I'd say now Chelsea Grin is bigger than Born of Osiris. I would say that at any given point, Chelsea Grin was bigger than Born of Osiris. Oh, well, I'm saying like 10 years ago when Ch- Chelsea Grin just dropped Desolation, yeah. would have made sense. Mm-hmm. But now it's kind of, uh, they're still relevant. It's just how much moving force do they have? You know you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't think they're, they're going to get any. Well, I, I like Born of Osiris. They're local too. But um, do, do you like them better than Chelsea Grin? No, no, no. I like Chelsea Grin much better. Yeah. I, I just thought it was kind of curious because I think if you saw the crowd at Warp Tour, it was fucking bonkers and mm-hmm. it was 110%. And I'd say Chelsea Grin is bigger than they've ever been before at this stage. So I guess we'll see. I'm, you know, I'm not opposed to seeing Born of Osiris. I'm mm-hmm. going mainly for Chelsea Grin, though. Yep. And I'm kind of curious to see who this uh, other. This random. Uh, let me get a pound of burning body, man. They'd fit right in. <laughs> let me fucking put. Uh... Thyater's murder on that fucking bill. Yeah, but they they by default they'd have to headline then. You think so? Thyater's murder is bigger than any of those bands. You think so? Hell yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, bro, they're massive overseas. Are you overseas, me? but that's this tour's not overseas. This tour's here. Hey man, Thyater's murder plays festivals. They don't play like House of Blues. You know what I'm saying? They're they're big. I think they're much bigger than what you're giving them credit for. I love them too. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm a big fan of them. They, I'm telling you, they, they're like big. They're fucking massive. 
But uh, yeah, those are the those are the kind of tours I want to throw out there. And obviously, we still have the Census Fail, Amity, and uh, Silent Planet show. When's that happening? Uh, January fifteenth. It's a Wednesday night. Fuck. That'll right. be fun. Uh, I'm trying to go, man. I'm I'm doing everything in my power right now to, yeah, to make it you. happen. Uh, so you got the next topic. Well, speaking, I, well, actually, throwbacks. Well, yeah. Okay. So actually, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do this. So, how familiar are you with Se- with Seosin? I kind of grew up with Seosin being in the background, man. You know me. I grew up kind of on the deathcore bonkers shit that we mm-hmm. just mentioned. And uh, I like Seosin. I, I like him a lot. But when they broke up, I wasn't kind of like affected by it super yeah. heavy. You know, like I was with like him or Yellow Card or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they're back. Yes, they are. Well, they've been back. So they had the old singer, Anthony Green, who went to, to perform Circus Survive, which was a very popular band at the time. Uh, I don't think he's even doing that project anymore. I think they're done. Uh, so after the, he split from the band, they picked up a vocalist called Co Reaver, right? And he did a, kind of the, uh, arguably the more uh, popular songs. He had like voices and you're not alone. All that good stuff during the height of their peak. But there was always kind of that. Well, the original vocalist, la la la. You know how that bullshit goes. The original vocalist um, was always around. Finn McKenty, punk rock NBA did a really good comprehensive overview on Seosin. Yeah. And that whole kind of dilemma. So check that out. He did a really good yeah. kind of explanation on that. But yeah. as you were saying, so uh, like I said, and you know, after you know, maybe a couple of years ago, probably longer, 2013, probably 14, uh, he left the band. Cove left the band. And it was kind of had the future of sales and kind of up in the air. I think they went hiatus for a little bit. And they came back with Anthony Green, who, again, like I said, I think close shop with Circus Survive. I'm not quite sure. Uh, now, me personally, I always prefer Cove as the vocalist more. Always. Okay. Always. Uh, that was always a me thing. But I feel like I always took that stance when it comes to old vocalist, new vocalist, kind of that bullshit. I always favored the new vocalist for some reason. It was always, I don't know. Um, but I think it's. Well, here, well, let me finish the story. Uh, you know, Sayosin played a show in California. Cove's band, new band, Dead American, which I just listened to, downloaded their new shit, listened to it pretty good, uh, opened up for them. So they had to do it, right? They had yeah, to. Yeah, they're in good terms, I yeah, guess. They had to have Cove hop on for a couple of songs. Uh, and they did. And I think it was, it was fucking wonderful that he did uh, You're Not Alone. It was beautiful, great, you know, good stuff. And they closed out with Seven Years, which is arguably one of their biggest songs as a, as a whole, as, you know, the whole group. And. Man, this shit just it brings back to the feels, you know. Um, they did it's it's, it's good stuff. And Seosin, they had uh, what's the name of that album? Keeping Solid Ground, which was a fucking phenomenal album, which was the follow up to the Seosin self titled album. Man, that shit was good, and uh, they did a great job. And it, I think, I, I'm glad to see that kind of connection to you made again. Kind of the uh, the OGs, yeah, in the, uh, in the weird kind of experimental emo metal y vibe, definitely. And I haven't listened to anything of the, on the new new Seosin, like the stuff that they, they came out with recently. But, you know, I'm glad that they're still around and they're still kicking and doing, yeah, doing good stuff. Right, right now? Yeah. <laughs> you want to get the gifts right now? Yeah. I was going to wrap them while you were doing them. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, hurry up and go grab them. Uh-oh. I'm doing my show. You Come and get them. Son of a bitch. All right. Hold on. We are... Ending our Seosin talk with Jacob well, uh, handing the Christmas no. gifts to his wife. No, actually, to I got, be wrapped. I got some, a little bit more to say about it, but again, okay. I was interrupted. <laughs> Hold on. I told you I to do this today. Yeah, why didn't you take it out earlier then? This is excellent. This is slightly better than dead air. That's it is slightly better. That's better. That's, oh. Yeah, no, that's already wrapped. Okay, you're ready. All right, so. English motherfucker, yeah. do you speak it? Close the door. Jesus, man. Sorry about, sorry about that, folks. And we're back. Yeah, we're back. So, and I think uh, Seosin was kind of a uh, lesson on how to do vocalist change well, because I feel like, especially for, you know, bands back in the day, I think kind of the original or the the thought process that went behind it is that for the first couple of albums, there was more of a imitation of the the previous vocalist than kind of doing your own thing. And Seosin kind of broke that, that kind of mold. He's like, I'm going to do it the way I would do it. I'm not going to, because even uh, Spencer from Under Oath, he kind of, he was, he was kinda, trying to do Dallas. Yeah, yeah, he was doing that Dallas stuff, and eventually, when you know the next album came out, he was doing his own thing, which arguably must not. Not gonna get into that, but um, yeah, I think that's the uh, lesson on how to do that shit well. And uh, I think Seosin deserves more love, and I'm gonna dive in headfirst with their new shit, and I'm glad to see them kind of still kicking and doing 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 well in the scene. So, yeah, man, makes me feel good. Very cool, Seosin throwback. Yeah. Uh, let's talk some 2019 album expectations. Yes. So I have uh, I have kind of a list. I'm gonna go over the ones that are kind of confirmed first. Mm-hmm. So we're getting albums from The Devil Wears Prada. Yep. From Every Time I Die. Yep. Slipknot. Mm-hmm. Thousand Below. Mm-hmm. They're currently writing. 
uh, upon a burning body mm -hmm. and capsize. I'm sure there's more, but these are kind of the ones that are going to be most kind of pertinent. I think they're going to be our stick out album reviews of the year. Don't be shocked if August Burn Right comes out with another album. Yeah, they, they've been kind of on a tight schedule. If not this year, if not 2019, then 2020, I would say. Mm -hmm. But uh, but yeah, I think those are kind of, those are confirmed. And I think those are going to be the ones that are going to pertain most to this podcast. Yeah. Now, I have a couple that I think that are expecting. So as I lay dying. Like they're expecting. Yeah, as I lay dying. I think yeah, is going to be yeah. the big one. And yeah. I'm not going to be surprised if they drop an album. Yeah. Because they're, you know, they dropped the single and they've been kind of quiet. quiet and no. I think they're writing. I think that's what's I think I saw right a now. promo for them kind of announcing the next album already, I think. Oh, did you really? I think I scrolled past it, but I think I think they have something coming out. Yeah, man. So don't don't be surprised if that's like spring 2019. Mm -hmm. uh, sworn in. Uh, with Tyler leaving and all, I think it's time to record some new stuff and maybe up the ante with that uh, Southside Scum music, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Sirens and Sailors. It's been four years, guys. What the really? fuck? Really? Yeah, four years since wow. their last album. And they've been kind of hinting at stuff, you know, all the time on Twitter. But Sirens we haven't... Sirens Sailors. I forgot about them. Yeah, man. And they're they're like good, good proper metalcore, man. Yeah. They're that like New York shit. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, they've been kind of hinting stuff on Twitter all the time. And everybody's like, dude, just fucking like do, drop something. It's been four years, you know? That's weird. I so I think they're going to drop a full length album. I'm hoping they do. I don't want to see them fall off the face of the earth. Mm -hmm. Like I said, it's been four years. Uh, Lorna Shore, mm. they got a replacement vocalist. Obviously, Tom left to do Chelsea Grin. Yeah, yeah. They dropped a single, uh, like fallish mm -hmm. this year. So I think they're working up towards an album right now. Yeah. Uh, Knocked Loose. Yeah, it's about they time. need a follow up to their yeah. debut. Yep, they do. And it's gonna be wild. It's gonna be dirty. And we it's hope. Be grimy. We hope it's gonna be wild. No, 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 no. no. We know. <laughs> we, do we know? We, yes. I trust me from a guy who saw them less than a week ago. Yes, it's going to be dirty. I'm yes. just saying, I've seen a lot of bands that come out with a good first album and kind of <laughs> afterwards. We'll see, man. Did you hear the new single? I have not. It's great. Oh, yeah? And then uh, kind of a band I've always gravitated towards, uh, Deftones. They've also mm -hmm. kind of been on a you know kind of a tight schedule, like I mentioned, but uh, expecting something. Mm -hmm. And Deftones doesn't disappoint. Mm -hmm. And so those are kind of my expectations. Those are 12 bands that I think are going to drop some albums. Well, cool. Yeah. Sweet. So I, I, I do have a band that I want to bring up. All right, so uh, your boys. Yeah, so last night I was playing Madden until one o'clock in the morning, and I had my new for you set list on uh, what's we call it on Apple Music, right? Uh -huh. New for this week or whatever. And you know the first couple of songs always kind of bleed together, right? Whatever is what it is. But then I was listening. And I'm like, man, what the fuck is that? These guys are fucking ripping ripping shit up. Like, listen, it's a band from Australia called Twenty Three Nineteen, which. I love the fact. I mean, I don't know if this is done intentionally, but it's a fucking Monsters Inc. reference because the twenty three nineteen was the the, the the thing that they do when they see like a sock or whatever, and they freak out and they blow it up and they shave the monster. But um, so yeah, I so I dug a little bit deeper. I'm like, let me see what these guys, what else these guys got. Uh, they have like, like a two like a two track set, uh, like new release recently. I think it came out a couple like last month. Two more reasons to hate us. Is yeah, that I believe it's called. Yes, uh, and they had uh, a thousand eyes. Thousand. A thousand eyes are strict. So that's yeah. a uh, that's the name of a Yu-Gi-Oh card, which yes, I thought is. was kind of amusing. And then the other one was uh, Crucio, which Crucio. is a, which is a that's, Harry Potter reference. It's an unforgivable curse, yeah. And, and uh, the Heartbreak Kid, which is a pro a wrestling, wrestling yeah, yeah, a pro wrestling reference. And I'm like I said, it's either a strange string of coincidences or these guys are No, they know what they're doing, these, man. These guys are us on the other side of the world. <laughs> yeah. So I actually took a listen this morning in the shower. Uh, yeah, man, that shit slaps. It's actually like, uh, like a, I don't want to say it's like the heaviest matter in the universe, Yeah, but it's decently heavy and it'll kind of get you bouncing, man. Yeah, definitely. It'll get you bouncing. It's got that, that like guttural kind of mm -hmm. from the deep down sewer pipes right mm -hmm. past Pennywise kind of screaming, you know? <laughs> and that's what we like on this show. They're, uh, how would you describe them genre wise, man? It's kind of interesting. It's just really heavy, hardcore. It's just borderline deathcore, hardcore. Yeah, there we go. Borderline. Uh, they, yeah, man. So I went on line and I went on, on the line, as they say, and uh, I went to message these guys on Facebook because I wanted to see, like, I, you know, how many followers they got. They have less. They have three thousand followers on Facebook. So I'm give them a nice little shout out. Yeah, on the not show. not the biggest band in the world, but I do see big things coming for them because I think they are the next Australian gem. Because we talk about all the time how Australia has all the fucking bands that slap. Uh, but well, hey, man, when you got spiders that big, yeah, definitely, you got to be angry about something. <laughs> definitely. So I wanted to give those guys some love. Uh, I messaged them and they got back to me really quick, and they said they were going to check out the show. So if you guys are listening, we appreciate the listen. And man, just keep writing some good heavy shit, and you guys would be over. You guys would be coming across the across the pond, as they say, uh, real soon. Come around with Polaris. 
There you go. There we go. There we go. All right. Let's talk some gaming. Uh, earlier in the week, you mentioned to me that your wife finally greenlit Red Dead Redemption. She did. And you put... Um, oh, motherfucker. You changed it. it. I fixed it. Read put, yeah. no, You put red as in like read a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm stupid. But uh, but yeah. So I got into it, right? Now, here's the deal. It's This is going to be a very loose kind of first impressions because I've played it. I've played it quite a bit, actually. I went down the rabbit hole the other night. I'm like, you know what? One mission or two. So wait, do you have it currently? I do. Okay. Copy yeah. that. Uh, I'm like, let me play it a little bit. And, you know, I'll do a mission or two, and then I'll go to sleep. Two, uh, it's 2 o'clock in the morning, and uh, I'm like, oh, shit. That yeah, was I like, got to go to bed. There was like seven missions that I did that I wasn't supposed to do. But, um, yeah, so here's the deal. If you are into the Grand Theft Auto style of game, the open world missions, all that good stuff, this is a game for you. I mean, it's, it's, re- it's Grand Theft Auto with horses, right? Now, I know, me personally, I don't... I don't always gravitate towards those kind of games, right? I, I like Grand Theft Auto. It's fun for a little bit, and then I get over it, right? This one, I, I think, has some legs. I don't know what it is. I can't really tell, kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? Articulate the differences, but it feels different. I don't know. Maybe it's just the fun of riding around the horse or, you know, the online component, which is it's fun. It's very bare right now because it's in beta, quote, unquote. Uh, but, man, it's fun. I'm having a good time with it. The story is intriguing so far. It has a very uh, Hateful Eight opening where it's fucking a blizzard and you're in the mountains kind of shit. And it kind of has that vibe. You're walking, Love it. Yeah, you're walking around and you're like, oh, it's cold, motherfucker. But, uh, yeah, man, they're, it's it's good. And I, I, I'm glad that this is like the resurgence of single-player games, right? Kind of, sort of. Yeah. Yeah, they sold a bunch of units and... Uh, the online feature didn't drop till like what a week or two yeah, ago. Yeah. So it, it proves that it can be done. God of War proved that it can mm-hmm. be done. Naughty Dog can prove that it'd be done. Yeah. And uh, you know, God of War won Game of the Year by well, IGN. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, Sony has even said that they're going to make the intentional effort to put out more single-player exclusive games. It's good, man. Which I think, yeah, which I think is a, a good. Thing. A good story is always going to top out a good multiplayer. Yeah, definitely. In my, in my opinion. No, I agree. Yeah, definitely. Um, because you man, you can have fun in a multiplayer, but you can't experience a multiplayer. You know what I mean? Like, it's well, uh, the multiplayer experience is very different from the storytelling experience. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And, and uh, a lot of it hits home. So yeah, it's been a lot of fun, and uh, I I know you, what your stance on it will be. But uh, if well, you, what is my stance on it? Uh, if it drops below thirty, maybe I'll get it. Oh yeah, man, you hit that one on the <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I've been sitting across from you for long enough. I think <laughs> I know what you're gonna say when it comes to video games. Well, actually, you're gonna with this next topic. You're gonna your jaw's gonna drop. Oh yeah. Well, all right. That's uh. So yeah, if you're into that style of game, you're gonna enjoy it. And um, yeah, man, it's good stuff. Okay, um, so I, I named this topic as my updated 2019 games list. What if I told you I pre-ordered a game? <laughs> what? All right, all right. What, what if I told you not one but three games? <laughs> That's funny. You? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I have Devil May Cry Five, okay, the Division Two, and the New Resident Evil all pre-ordered. What? <laughs> Um, Division two. Okay, so hear me out. I it's not a true pre-order. What? And let, let me explain. I bought a new graphics card, right? Okay. And AMD is doing this promotion now, where if you buy their graphics card brand new, you will get three free games. Miss- These three. <laughs> so I, you know, obviously I bought the graphics card because I wanted an upgrade to the rig, but it comes with 180 bucks worth of free games, in the long run. <laughs> so I have the Division two. <laughs> I have Devil May Cry, and I have Resident Evil 2, ready to rock and roll. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> that's funny, Gabe. Yeah, damn. So it's not, a, you know, it's not a true pre-order. Yeah, you pre-ordered. It, no, you, you commit. You have, what's well, the word? You have fed into the machine, and I blame you now. Well, well, well hear me <laughs> out, right? It, this The games weren't the main reason why I bought the graphics card. Because like I said, I was kind of looking for an upgrade mm-hmm. to my system. But... I would say that it was a contributing factor why I decided to go with this brand. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I feel like Because the thing is 300 bucks, and if you get 180 bucks worth of free games, yeah. you know, you're know, you essentially paying 120 bucks for the graphics card. And mm. I was like, well, that's a fucking great deal. Mm. Worst case scenario, I you know leave the division alone after an hour, mm. and I, I already kind of wanted the new Devil May Cry, you know? Uh-huh. So it worked out. But I will keep you guys updated. <laughs> and leading into my next topic, I am currently waiting on a... Um, well, let me explain what it is first. Do you know what Spellbreak is? Have you heard of it? No. It is, uh, for lack of better terms, it's another battle royale game. But Ooh. but but hang on, right? It, it it's um it's not what caught my eye. It's a battle royale game where everybody's a mage. Okay. That's and cool. you do magical things. But the 
battle royale aspect didn't isn't what captured me. It's the whole mage aspect. Like a lot of the videos you're gonna see online is like people casting like a slew of ice on the floor and sliding across it super fast, and then like flying into the air, and then you could cast like a like a gas cloud and then set it ablaze. And there's all these crazy pertinent combinations. Okay. And the combat system just looks really fluid. And I don't know of another game that really takes you into the world of like a mage like this, you know? Like playing a mage is always kind of like super like head heavy or, you know, you're being a support character. You're never like balls deep in the action like this. And so that's what kind of drew me into this, into this game called well, Spellbreak. Unless you're playing Freya on Smite. Even then, man, Freya. Well, Whoa! Watch well, your tongue, hey, well, sir. Hang on. Let me let me rephrase this. Smite. You got to put some thought into it, That's bro. True. Because okay. if you have a garbage build, it doesn't matter who you play. You're gonna get smitten. You yeah. know. Smitten. <laughs> I like that. See what I did there. Smote. That? Yeah, but um, Smite. We spoke about it. Smite has a learning curve, mm -hmm. and it's not it's not an easy one. Because mm -hmm. when I picked up Smite, I was garbage. I was mm -hmm. like, Oh, Aries is my boy. Nah. And now you've never seen me playing Aries because he's garbage. He's not garbage. But you, just don't, you know yeah, what I'm saying? There's yeah. a there's a curve to the game. Definitely. But definitely spell break is it kind of entranced me, bro. So I'm currently signed up for the alpha, and I'm alpha. waiting for a reply back, and we'll see where that goes. Okay. So we're looking at and okay. So we're looking at one game review I'm formulating right now, which I'll save for my year in review. Wow. And the spell break, which I'm still waiting for the you know for the code. <laughs> And then three lined up for next year. So I said I'd bring more gaming content to this channel in regards to reviews and, and shit like that. And I'm keeping my promise. There so you go. That's what's out there. That's what's on the table right now. Like I said, I'm going to hang off on the reveal until next week or the week after because I want some more time in it. Uh -huh. But yeah, man, that's Spellbreak. If you haven't taken a look at it, that check it out. That interesting. I'm going to check and it out. Like I said, man, because you know, everybody's doing a Battle Royale now. Mm -hmm. But that's not what drew me in. And I think that's I think that's got to say something, you know. Gabe's feeding the, the corporate pig. God damn it. All right. Gabe. Let's talk some MK11 and how you're feeding the corporate pig. Shut your ass up. <laughs> um, so they have a, because obviously, you know, they have the, the rumors and stuff, right? And it's pumping out because the game is coming out so soon. Uh, these things aren't going to be kept, kept on the locks. They, you know, once everybody found out what it was, everybody's scouring the internet for every little bit of news and pieces and all that good stuff. All right. So uh, we have a leaked quote unquote quote unquote subject to change yeah um who knows if this is true but yeah you said you were kind of upset by it i didn't take a look at it I, i'm waiting for you to read it off yeah we, we we will go through i wouldn't say upset i'm just saying there's some omissions that i'm concerned about all right yeah let's uh let's rattle off some names all right so wait real quick we'll go through the names and let's say you number it out of one through five on interest or excitement let's say per character or per, per roster per character okay all right so number one scorpion uh, Scorpion's always fun to play. He's a neutral three. Yeah, he's he's got to be in it. Big shocker, Sub Zero, also a three. Same same deal. Raiden, uh, Ra I would say Raiden's a four because I feel like his format's gonna change up and he's mm -hmm. not gonna be the same old Raiden we know. He's gonna be like, give me your body, but then you know, like <laughs> like cook you like a nugget at the end. Yeah, I feel yeah. What you know, which is what he does, but whatever. Moving on, Liu Kang, uh, kind of less interest in Liu Kang, like a two. Uh, Luke King's always one of the faster characters in the games. Obviously, I haven't really. The last time I've ever like really mained Luke King was like Armageddon, honestly. And I think that says you know. Okay, going on. Katana. Uh, well, that's your girl. That's my um, girl. I'm like neutral on her three. Okay. Jade. Jade. Uh, yeah. Let's bring Jade forward, like a four. Mm -hmm. Rain. Oh, yes. Five on rain. Five on rain. We're overdue on rain, especially okay. in this new system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, again, we've been mentioned rumors, and previously I heard that there was going to be none of neither of these two characters are in there, but here they are. Sonya Blade. Sonya Blade, uh, like a two. Kind of overstated her welcome. Johnny Cage. Also a two. Same setup. Noob Saibot. Noob Saibot, five. five. This is one of the characters I requested. And like I said, bringing Noob Saiba into the variation system or, you know, the new system was what we're getting. Yeah. I think it'd be great. And Noob, man, Noob's a cornerstone character for me. Really? Not like super deep, but like he's like easily is higher on the second tier character, like the B tier characters. He's like up okay. there, definitely. I definitely agree with that. Uh, smoke. Um, I have less interest in Smoke. And I think the reason is because Noob, Noob and Smoke used to be like a back to back kind of ordeal back mm. in the day. And simply, what does Smoke bring in in regards to the ninjas that none of the other guys does? You know what I'm saying? I think he's a cool enough character on his own, but it's just, what are you going to bring to the table and how are you going to make this new MK better? 
So, I don't know, neutral on smoke. Cyrax. Oh, they're not doing Triborg? They're bringing back the individuals? Oh, I don't know how I feel about this. All but one. All but one? Yep. No, se- no, no sector? sector? No oh, sector on man. this list. Oh, man. How are you going to bring ketchup without the mustard? Well, that's the problem. Well, they've done it before. Deadly Alliance. Didn't have... Only- oh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So there's that, and canonically, sector's dead. But again, it doesn't really mean much because it's fucking Mortal Kombat. Yeah, each cannon. Well, there's like 30 different cannons. Definitely. Uh, like a two on, on Cyrex. All right. Uh, what are at? Oh, Sindel. Sindel. Uh, well, I guess you got to bring her back because Shao Kahn's back, right? In a DLC? As a DLC, I yeah. guess. Uh, Sindel, three. Rep- reptile. Reptile, like a two. Don't really care for reptile. Goro. Like a one. Nobody gives a shit about Goro no more. He's actually a lot of fun. Bring back Motaro, man. Fuck Motaro. Switch it up. They can't because of the whole fucking complications with animating him because he has back legs. That's why they got rid of the yeah, back legs. Yeah, okay. Well, we're, we're also like 20 years in the future. This, but. this is a good point, but it is what it is. Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung. Uh, I, I want to like the addition of Shang Tsung because I always thought Shang Tsung was a good villain. Mm-hmm. Um, in regards to how he's going to fit in with like this new format... I think it'll be interesting. I'm mm-hmm. gonna give it a three. I'm not leaning either way. All right, Kung Lao. Kung Lao. Kung Lao is always a five for me. I think he's fun to play and fun to learn. Fucking hard. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think that's part of the appeal, honestly. Definitely. Uh, Fujin. Yes, five. Yep. We, we've talked about Fujin before. Boracho. Boracho. Uh, Boracho's kind of a joke character, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's good to see that he's well. Okay. Uh, fuck, I don't know how he works in because he was in the story, but he wasn't like playable until the DLC dropped, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's kind of the same setup with Smoke Man. Like, it's good to see this throwback character come back, but what are you gonna add? That's you know besides comedic relief at this point. All right, this one kind of shocked me. Didn't expect to see this one back. Frost. Why? I don't know. What? How are you gonna line that up with the Lin Kuei? I don't know. And what is she gonna do? I don't know. All right, all right. Not, like a two on Frost. Yeah. Kenshi. Kenshi, uh, like neutral three. Okay. Uh, I know that was my boy on MKX, but it's kind of the same ordeal. Whereas, what 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 good are you to the story at the moment, Kenshi? And how are they going to revamp and revitalize Whoa, you? Because here, here's 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 how. Because Kenshi and Ermac <laughs> are kind of on the border of oh shit, are they still relevant? Uh, here's here's how. You read, you read the comic book, right? Or you heard about the comic book? Yeah, I, I'm familiar. And Kenshi's wife was killed by who? Scorpion. Uh, help me out. The Red Dragon. Oh, uh, who's coming back from the Red Dragon? Movado. No? Uh, the leader of the Red Dragon. With the K, with the K, yeah. No? Dagon. Dagon is on Like a left. one on Dagon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so da- he's, he's, he's canonical again then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One on Dagon. Yeah, Dagon is here. No Taven. What's the point of that? Whatever. I don't fuck. This is like all very Deadly Alliance kind of yeah, ro- roster like. Yeah, the vibes I'm getting. Yeah. Um, Kotal Khan. Uh, four. Yeah, four. I think he was one of the standout characters. Him and Aaron Black from the new Aaron Black. Uh, five. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> good back. to see him back. I need some more development on Aaron Black. Okay, so I, I'm gonna group these all together because you, you know, you were right. Cassie Cage, Jackie Bridge, Takeda, and Kung Jin. It was a necessity. Um, yeah. I, none of them particularly stand out to me, but a solid five, just because we need the we, we need more spotlight on them. All right, so the rest of these characters you're not gonna know because they're new. All right, so these are Diedrich, which is apparently uh, what's it called, offspring of Kano, apparently. Oh yeah, so <laughs> Rena, who is apparently is uh, Kotokan's second hand in his army. Okay, so Devora replacement. Yep, exactly. Garrus, which I guess is Garrus sounds familiar. Yeah, you know, Garrus is new. Uh, yeah, I guess he's the kind of the opposition to the main boss, who apparently is a villain called Chronica. Which is I'm assuming she's the same. Is that a, is that one of the rappers in Cypress Hill? Sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm assuming that Chronica is the the chick with the the clock or with the hourglass. Uh in the trailer that we saw. Chronica, Chronic. Oh yeah, uh, yeah it yeah. works. So uh, maybe she just has a big weed leaf on her thing. Yeah right. <laughs> so that's the, dog. and of course uh, Shang Song on the pre order. Uh, now uh, there's also leaked for the next. The first combat pack. Do you want to go through these or do you want to leave these alone? Yeah, let's talk about the combat pick. All right. So wait, well, first off, let's talk about some some omissions, all right? I have some problems with some omissions. A, where the fuck is Reiko? Number one. We, we talked about it. Well, 
uh, you know, we also mentioned that this is uh, a uh, in the air kind of a list. Yeah. And again, that, that, that these are the things you, that you know. <laughs> you know what I could see happening because Ed Boon is like that. He leaked this list himself and purposely left off Reiko. It would it wouldn't shock me because everybody's like pissed off that everybody wants Reiko. Everybody wanted him in the last game. He wasn't there. All right, so Reiko. Uh, canonically, these make sense. Melina, she's not there. She's dead. Oh, okay. Uh, well, this is gonna be following up, but Ermac wasn't on the list. Uh, I'm telling you, man, Ermac and Kenshi are on that line, man. I don't know, man, but that line of like interest. Yeah, that they're not there. Uh, there was another person that crossed my mind, but it's slipping me at the moment. But it's kind of that's weird. That's why that, that's what's happening. Uh, like Kano's but, not on there. Kano not. Yep, there you go. Well, Jax isn't on there. He's being replaced by his by son, son Jax. Jackie Briggs. She's okay. kind of is Jax dead? I can't remember. I think he's dead. No, he's alive. No, um, and I'm fine with Jax not being there. I'm fine with Kano not being uh-huh. there. Um, let's talk about this combat pack then. All right, so the combat. Yeah, yeah, I think those three or four characters cover most of what we're upset about. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like I'm looking at this Swear list. Where's like, Striker? No. <laughs> I, I see Dagon, but I don't see the you know I mean? combat pack two. All right, so combat pack one, Ermac number one on that. Uh, zero interest in that. Yeah, it's already a waste. Lee May. Oh man, <laughs> I better be getting a refund with this combat pack. Nightwolf. Uh, that's kind of, man. I don't believe that Nightwolf thing, bro. I don't believe it. All right, so this is gonna this is this is what everybody's up in the air about because there's a character called Nimbus on this on this list. Okay. Uh, Nimbus was a joke character in a magazine from the original Mortal Kombat. Everybody's like, oh, this is an Easter egg that never came true. Now we've had similar kind of things happen with Tremor. Tremor was kind of a really background character. Yeah, deep cut. Yeah, deep, deep, deep cut. He's kind of showed up, and again, this was a joke. This wasn't a real thing. And we also had Blaze, who was a background character in Mortal Kombat too. These things, you know. So everybody's up in arms about that, right? Everybody's like, "This can't be true because of Nimbus." That's what everybody's saying. Nobody believes that. Now, the two guests, which I called one, we Ma- we called it since it's been announced. Michael Myers is is on this list. Yes, we knew we knew this was happening. And the last guest, Pennywise. Also. Yeah, we yeah we also we call both of these yeah. from like a mile away. Yeah. So overall, what I, you- I, okay. So roster is okay. Like I said, this is probably some something that somebody threw together, and, and you know whether it was Ed Boon or not, we'll see. I think it's yeah because I think it's the perfect list. It's like what you expect. A couple of curveballs thrown in there, but you know what I mean that's something. And it is yeah. something that Boone would do. So um, in regards to the combat pack, I called the guest characters. I think those are perfect too. Um, everything else is garbage, man. Nimbus, Lee May, what the fuck? <laughs> Who would you put under the combat pack? Uh, you, you know, I'm a sucker for Chameleon. I think. <laughs> okay, now hear me out, because because Chameleon worked well as a mashup of characters. Uh-huh. He was kind of the hey, you know, let me sprinkle in a little bit of everything. I think Frost would work better as a combat pack character as opposed to on the roster. Well, the question is how what what role does he play in the story? All right, that's fair. That's the question. Um. Taven, if you're gonna have Dagon, you know I don't get that. That doesn't make that, that, that's another thing. It's just like, mm. yeah, right. You might as well have the other brother. Yeah, um, I think he'd work well. You got to put better. Ben Affleck on that roster, bro. Um, what about Hotaro, the for, from the Justice Realm? Pass, pass on Hotaro. Yeah, right. hard pass on that. Well, one. Who would you put then? Um, let me think. Who would I put? Like from that era, because uh, all the new characters kind of suck. Let's be honest. Um, hmm. From that era, who would I put on the list? Um, what's that fucking guy's name? Well, Havoc, number one. Where the fuck is Havoc? And how come he's not in this goddamn fucking game? That's another. That's another mission I want to talk I, about. I'm putting him in the same boat with Reiko. Probably in it, just not showing on the roster right now. I hope, like, like I said, I hope he's like. Instead of putting Reiko, let's just fuck. Let's put Dagon in his place and make everybody watch everybody get mad. Like hopefully it's like the same thing with Paul Raichu because I have no interest. But uh, Raichu would have been a better DLC character. Yeah. Well, well he was. okay. No, no, it yeah. makes sense. He already was. It yeah. Makes sense to have him in the roster now. And he's, canonically, he's still alive as well. Okay. Yeah. All that mead keeps him up at night. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I would honestly, I wanted to see Tremor on the main roster now because I think he was a very interesting. Well, how about Striker as a DLC character? Striker would be all right. Cabal. Hello. Oh, oh yeah, totally. For well, yeah. it's been a minute without Cabal, huh? Yeah. It's been uh, a couple years. Quan Chi. I mean, canonically, he's dead too, but. Oh, we don't need to bring back Quan Chi. Especially if we're bringing Ashing Song. Yeah, yeah. You're going to have too much going on but there. But if, if it's the Deadly Alliance era. What what if they did with Quan Chi and Shang Song what they did with Noob and Smoke? How was the tag team? That's how they fought. I, I think that'd like be that. cool. I would like that. 
Yeah, right? That's yeah. interesting. You that was a, a good idea. You put a new twist on two very old cryptic characters that yeah. have been around, well, Shang Tsung forever, Quan Chi since what, Mortal Kombat 3? Mortal yeah. Kombat 4? Yeah. yeah. That's good stuff. I like that idea. That's actually a great you idea. You know, you have them fight together. Yeah. Uh, what happened to Devorah? Isn't Devorah alive? No, she's dead. She's dead too? Melina killed her. No, it was the other way around. She killed Melina. Oh, shit. Well, yeah. nobody cares about Devorah. So I matter. like Devorah. Okay. I, She's not my least favorite of all the new... Ferrator takes that fucking K pretty fucking easily. Yeah, and then it's Devorah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man, there's... What's the name of that black dude? He looks like fucking Blade. What's his fucking name? Oh, sweet baby Jesus. What was his name? I wouldn't mind him. Derek? You talking about Derek? No. With the, with the little battle axe? Yeah, but it wasn't Derek. That, was, that definitely wasn't his name. Fuck, what's his name? Bro, bring back Cobra. <laughs> No, that's just fucking no. What? No, especially if you're gonna, if you're gonna have one black dragon, it's got to be Kano. If it's not Kano, then it's got to be this new character. Whatever. I, I gotta look back at some old rosters and talk about DLC packs later. Mm-hmm. That's what I need to do because I'm I'm coming up with the ones you would expect from me, the ones I've been mentioning since we came up with mm-hmm. the eleven rosters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, as far as guests now, because obviously this is rumors, right? Uh, who would you else you want to see guest wise? Ash from Evil Dead. That's a good one. Uh, George Romero, I think, would make a great guest character. Hey, not, okay, so you obviously his attacks would be like zombie-themed, but I think George Romero has made just a massive splash in the whole horror genre. Uh-huh. Call of Duty did it. Why can't NetherRealm Studio do it? Because you're not ripping off George Romero's skull. George Romero is, alive. is not alive anymore. <laughs> He's dead. And that'd be the joke. When you yank <laughs> off the skull, there's no spine. Okay. Uh, that's interesting. <laughs> Uh, I want to see. You said John Wick. I thought that was a fucking great idea. Yeah, he'd fit in. He'd be like a like an alternate striker, you know, mm-hmm. in the same format. I think it would work, especially because uh, they're rated R, right? If I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And they're working on three right now. We just got a poster for it. Somebody said Doom Guy. Doom Guy would work. Yeah, it would definitely. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually pretty solid. Yeah, Doom Guy is not a bad 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 idea. I'm just saying, there's a, there's some good stuff in there. I mean, we'll, again, we'll see. I like I said, there's some curveballs in there that just don't line up for me. That don't make any kind of sense. So I guess we will have to wait and see in that regard. But overall, um, as far as the list as a whole, I'll say like a three. It's an average roster. It's not MK9 roster because that arguably was the best Mortal Kombat roster of all time. Arguably, so you know, and I liked X roster. It was pretty good. I fucking installed it onto my new console. By the way, it fucking took me like an hour to do that yesterday because I was playing Madden at the same time. But because uh, I need to get back because I only played a little bit of Injustice in the grand scheme of things. But man, that fucked up my fucking vibe on how to with fu- Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yeah. I was playing it last week. Shit's good. I need to get that shit. I need to get it back. So, um, yeah. So we'll see. I guess uh, I just like talking about this kind of stuff. This whole Nimbus thing is really hysterical to me. Uh, that's the big red flag. Uh, I was kind of hoping Nightwolf would be in a main character let me as well. Get, uh, let me get Spencer Charnas as a, right. a DLC character. He just summons every every other fucking serial killer and do all his work yeah, for him. Right. Uh, yeah, right. Because because uh, you know it is it's easy being a gimmick fan. Anyway, moving on to movies and TV. <laughs> Talk to me about some Carmen San Diego. So I guess she's getting she? her, she's getting a Netflix show. She's gonna be on Netflix. Cool. Now my question is 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 it wearing time? Because that's that's the shit. We're in time in Carmen San Diego. That's that's some shit. You remember the the, the game show back in the day? You probably. Uh, I think I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, so that's that. that I think that'd be kind of cool. Kind of like a detective, kind of noir, kind of vibe. You play? Have you played any of those games? Uh, oh games? man, not in like twenty years. But yeah. How, how like interested would you be to kind of dig that up and play, play through? Play a Carmen San Diego game. Yeah. I don't know, man. Maybe get some liquor in me and ask me again. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's interesting. Uh, like I said, if it's where in time, I'm more, super interested. Where on earth, man? You know what I mean? But um, yeah, I think that's interesting. It's a good call. Cool beans. Uh, I think. Oh, uh, Sabrina also has a uh, Christmas special out right now. Oh yeah, I've heard about that. So I haven't watched it yet. I'm Me either. I'm about to dig into that because that's definitely something I want. Talk to me about this dead horse. So, all right. So this is something that speaks largely to the whole Latin community as a whole, right? Okay. So you remember, or you probably don't, but you've probably seen or heard and heard of of Selena, right? Yeah. Uh, apparently, there is a Netflix show coming out. Based on her life, which we already have a movie based on her life. That's the size of the point. Uh, she's been dead for 20 years now, 25 years now. Uh, she had a great movie. The movie was great with Jennifer Lopez. It was great. Good movie. I think it told her story appropriately. Uh, why is this existing? Why is this something that comes out? Other than the fact that the father is a piece of shit and he feels the need to make money off his daughter's name. Besides the point. And again, you have everybody has their own opinion on him. I think he's a piece of shit. 
I think the fact that he doesn't allow his son-in-law to write about his daughter and put it in a book is ridiculous considering the fact he married her. I think he has every right to talk about her. Uh, I don't like it. It bothers me. It doesn't sit well with me. And uh, I think we just need to let, let her be dead because they had the whole makeup line and shit. All that stuff that they came out with a couple of years ago with Mac makeup and all that good stuff. I don't know, man. Maybe Netflix is trying to appear up, appeal to a broader crowd now, maybe the Latino crowd. And, you know, I could see that being it, but I, I think you hit it on the head, man. Why, why the need to redo and bring up all these things? Especially to, like like you said, the her husband, well, her ex-husband at this point. You really think he wants to live through all this shit again? He's probably still putting up with the father. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's a piece of shit. Ridiculous. The, da- the father's a piece of shit. He, I put him in the same category as I put Joe Jackson. From, <laughs> the Jackson. Yeah. Woof. Yeah. All right. Because he took away his, his kid's ch- childhood. He made money off of them. He well, well, Joe Jack even even to a certain extent made money off their death, off her death, uh, and I understand that his whole kind of life was turned upside down, right? And I feel I, and I feel for the siblings too, even though the son's kind of a piece of shit too because he doesn't pay his 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 uh, child child support. We're gonna get into that. Not gonna get into that whole political stuff, but uh, I don't like it, and it pisses me off. And I I think you should just leave her memory alone. I think it's enough. I think we've all had our fill. Give me a uh, like a Stranger Things supernatural crossover where they like encounter La Llorona. Yeah, Interesting. Kind of out there. Isn't, are they bringing back the dad for uh, Supernatural? I heard they brought because you know I haven't watched Supernatural since they defeated Satan. Because it's kind of hard to get, defeat anything higher than Satan. Well, I guess they defeated God and. And Leviathans and I don't know. That sounds like some God of War shit. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. I stopped watching after season four, which was that season. I feel you, man. So, uh, yeah. Uh, interesting kind of point, man. I, Netflix says, is it going to be another docudrama? I don't know. Or is it going to be like a full-blown kind of movie? Well, be, though I think it's going to be a series. Okay. Gotcha. Um, I, I think it's an interesting choice. Uh, Netflix obviously in it for the money, but mm-hmm. they're probably going to come off as, oh, we want to bring her story out there, blah blah blah. It already exists in a movie. Yeah, that absolutely, really, it really does. Well but done. you want to, you you want a bigger crowd. You want it to grow. You know what I'm saying? The same reason why they're bringing back Aladdin and Lion King. And uh, okay, they're not so, bringing back Lion King. Quit talking about that. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, right. Doesn't exist like does the not, second Bond movie. Does not exist. And the second Daniel Craig Bond movie. So let's talk about this Hellboy trailer. What do you think about it? I have not seen it. Okay, <laughs> talking about it next week. No, talk about it. Nah. Okay, so it was a cute little two-minute thing with uh, David Harbour as Hellboy, mm-hmm. and so first I, thing, I will say the screenshots look fucking phenomenal. He, he looks great. He I looks think. good as Hellboy. Yeah. Um, he brings a more kind of comic side to, okay. and by comic I mean humor, humorous mm-hmm. side to Hellboy, and um, I, I like it. My big thing is kind of getting the Ron Perlman Hellboy out of my head because that was just so perfect and beautiful. That was kind of the live-action Hellboy mm-hmm. everybody grew up with, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, David Harbour, I think he looked great in the Hellboy mm-hmm. costume. I think um, this new take is going to be very interesting. They're in London is the setting, blah, blah, blah. Um, what else is there to say? My only gripe is that, and I know they're going to resolve it in the movie. My only gripe is that he kind of lets his hair dangle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Hellboy traditionally has, like, the bun. Mm-hmm. And I know what's going to happen is he's going to be fighting the bad guy. And he's going to be like, all right, I'm getting serious. And he puts his hair back in the bun. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I know that's going to be resolved. But that was just kind of my, my gripe. With it. I was like, put the fucking hair back because you look like a bum. I feel you. But uh, I thought the trailer was good. I'm definitely excited. Um, it's coming out April 12th. I'm going to be there. I'm going to see it. And I'm excited to see what new things are going to be brought to this table. Because we get to see Excalibur. Uh, we get to see him in full horn mode. We get to see the little crown, too. You know, they're, they're, I don't want to say they revealed too much, but they're they're revealing a lot of goodies, man. A lot of uh, fanfare. Man, Gabe, he dove headfirst into the trailer. He's pre-orders. Man, where, where, where's Gabe? And yeah. back, Who are you and what have you done with Gabe? Yeah, definitely. Pre-orders. So I'm excited. Um, yeah, I'm going to see it. You know, I was going to see Hellboy. Definitely. So is, this, is, that a, is that a rap, Gabe? That is a rap. Make wow. like a Christmas present and... Wrap it. And call it a rap. Yeah. So um, this, I guess, is our Christmas episode because Christmas yeah. is two days away. Yes. Three days. Three days. So for those who celebrate Merry Christmas, Merry Kwanzaa. Merry... For all my ninjas out there, happy Kwanzaa because yeah. it sounds like a ninja weapon. Okay. Yeah, a little bit. No. Yeah, yeah. Too far. I mean, I think there was kind of a double entendre th- situation with that when you said ninjas. I thought you meant something else. Oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Hanukkah, all that good stuff, whatever you celebrate, whatever you, you do. Cool, Have man. Fun. I'm going to get smashed on Christmas and watch Krampus. Hey, man, you got to do what you got to do. Uh, my Christmas is going to be very low profile this year, so I'm, I'm pretty pumped about it. Uh, but, it, you know, that's 58, and we'll see you guys here back week. Back, blah, 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 blah. 
We'll see you here back here next week for 99. Where Jacob fully embraces turning into one of the adults from Peanuts. Yeah, I guess so. Fuck. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, man, you go ahead and like us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Google Play. Podbean. Uh, Podbean. Uh, Bed Bath & Beyond. Uh, uh, where else are we at? Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Podbean, Apple Podcast. Tune in radio. Tune in radio. Uh, all over the place. We're everywhere that you can find podcasts. Uh, uh, sometimes you'll catch us at Lids, like if you're really lucky. I mean, once in a while. No, you can catch me at Cinnabon on Sundays. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's closer to it. Uh, but yeah, man, that's 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 98, and we'll see you back for 99. Closing in, actually. Yeah, actually. I, we are be able to spit to 100 from here, oh, and uh, it's going to be a good episode. You just clean those, so no spitting. Yeah. And until then, though, deuces.